If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about Keltec and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50 round double stack magazine, which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants from sporting, hunting, personal defense and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting because it's well balanced and thus accurate. You can definitely see Keltec's reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other Keltec weapons and products, check out keltecweapons.com. That's K E L T E C weapons.com. Keltec creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltechweapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Compared to previous years, pride in America was down significantly. According to a recent poll, Stephen Rabb is author of The Founder's Speech to a Nation in Crisis. Stephen, is it inflation that has everybody down in the dumps? I think that's, that is one of the uh, inflation, uh, Afghanistan, uh, an administration that does not uh, seem to be proud of our country, doesn't celebrate D-Day. I, I think that there's a lot, if you look at the, the numbers, you see that it's, it's a lot of Republicans in there saying they're not proud of the country right now. And I think it's looking at um, an administration that, is, uh, that, that leads from behind. And, and that is, we've had that before. Didn't work well then, not working that well now. And uh, I think uh, so part of what we're seeing is kind of the, the moment we're in with this administration. Uh, on a deeper level, I, I think it goes deeper, and I think that there is a leftist narrative is penetrated far too deeply, and, and there is a hate America crowd that is out there, and universities behind it, and media behind it. And, and they're sending a message that there's nothing in America to love. Um, to be proud of, and I think that's a that's a whole other problem, and that's that's why I wrote the book, the Thunder Speech. It was a Fox News survey right before the Fourth of July weekend. So across mm-hmm. the country, uh, pride in America down twelve points compared to twenty seventeen, down thirty points compared to twenty eleven. National pride down. Majorities of Republicans and Independents, nearly half of Democrats, also feeling dissatisfied. What would be in the other half that feels satisfied for the Democrats? What would they be satisfied with? That they're, de- they're destroying <laughs> well, America? That's right. Well, I think that that's where some partisanship comes in. That uh, that you know, when when Trump was in office, they uh, those numbers were through the roof. That the that the Democrats were did not were not proud of their country, and now they're and now they are um, it, very different because their guys in office. That's why I think. Some of this is partisanship. There's no doubt that the, the wet blanket that's across America from inflation and is just a general morass that Americans feel, um, and the la- and the tone that comes out of the White House, I think, is a big part of it. The, the bully pulpit that, that there is a we perceive it as an incompetent administration. We perceive it as administration that is not able to unite or stir Americans or call on us to the better angels of ourselves. Um, and that's uh, that's what we're seeing here in these polls, reflected in these polls, is uh, is a shrug by America that they're not they're not feeling uh, good about this country t- 
today because they're not feeling good about their pocketbook. They're not feeling good about our place in the world. They're not feeling um, good about our future when they see, look around and see so much uh, riots in the streets and crime and and borders and all of those things contribute to a general feeling that, my gosh, we are losing this country. And I think part of what you see there is, is not just a um, a feeling I, I don't love my country. I do love my country. That's why I'm so sad for my country. And I mm-hmm. think that's part of what's reflected in that poll is just a uh, a pain Americans I'm... feel for their country. Stephen Rabb is author of The Founder's Speech to a Nation in Crisis. I would be in the 39% in that Fox poll when asked specifically, are you proud of the country today? I, I still am proud of this country, despite all the troubles. Look, I'm I'm so grateful that almost 50 years after the, the, the legal contortions they went through to make, make all that bad law and wholesale kill millions of babies in this country, Roe v. Wade has been flushed down the toilet. And as far as inflation, we know what the problem is. It's bad leadership. It's Joe Biden. It's his <laughs> energy policy. We know the problem on the border. It's Joe Biden reversing all the border security on the border. I'm still proud of in my country. And I see here at the border i'm looking just south thousands of people staging crossing illegally on a daily basis crossing the border illegally they're coming here because this country as boris johnson a few days back said yeah america's still a shining city on a hill they're coming here because there's nothing better on this planet they're still coming all these leftists all these crazy you know america hating leftists if they really believe that America is the worst, I, I would challenge them. Get a bullhorn, come down to McAllen, Brownsville, start shouting in Espanol south of the border, go back, go back, America's the racist, America's the worst, don't come here. That's one way they can help out uh, this country, is to try to curb all this illegal immigration. That's it, that's it. Well, there's no doubt that there are many who um, see nothing but bad, and they, they, they preach that narrative with the hopes that they will acquire power through it. So you're right, it's disingenuous. It's not real. Um, if it was real, they would uh, they would not only be there with a bullhorn, but they'd be packing their bags to go find that beautiful nation, right? I mean, there's, they're, yeah. they're, they're always saying we should be more like uh, this European nation or that European nation. Well, my gosh, then then there it is. There's your, there's your utopia. Go, go enjoy it. Uh, but um, but they know that's not true. That's why they're still here. That's why they threaten to go, but they don't go. Because they know what you and I know, and that is this is still the greatest place on Earth. Yeah. And yet uh, their narrative um, makes it, it is an attempt to destroy it. And that's what we have yeah. to stand up against. Yeah, absolutely. We're not perfect. No one is. No nation is. We're all run by flawed, failed human beings. We're not angels. We need, we need government. Steve, uh, b- before I let you go, what is the founder's message to a nation in crisis. Uh, the, found, the founder's speech is a speech from the founding fathers to America. It's in their own words. It's the words we need to be here and be reminded of, and that is who we are as Americans. And this is a speech on 10 different topics that America needs to hear. How do folks find you online, Steve? At thefounderspeech.com. Got it. Thank you, Steve. Great. Thank be, you. Be safe, bro. Well, thank you very much for having me, sir. Joy. I appreciate it. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. President Biden up at the White House paying tribute to four Army veterans of the Vietnam War. 
Uh, Medal honorees Major John Duffy of Chicago, Army Specialist Dwight Birdwell from Oklahoma, Specialist Dennis Fuji of Hawaii. A posthumous medal was awarded to Staff Sergeant Edward Kanshiro, who was killed in battle. Today was like handing out medal day up at the White House. Uh, honorees for, for their military service and also uh, freedom medals given to many citizens. California almond crop, a good one, three billion, three billion pounds of almonds. I love almonds. Salty one. Salty uh, sales of new Ford vehicles rising, not as much as had been expected. The number's still low because, yes, we are short on computer chips. And that's definitely affecting. Uh, the GM numbers were down double digits as far as sales. And a woman in Maryland in the news. The winner of at least $100,000 in lottery prizes. Each time that she won, she won three times in five years. And on each one, it was at least $100,000. You know what they say on the, the marketing side. You don't win if you don't play. And I, I will say this, and everybody's going to hate me, but as a woman... Just because you go change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Right. Sorry. <laughs> you feel that? I know that for a fact. Yeah. Just, be, just because you change your parts, she said. I, I thought it was pipes. Well, it's the same thing. Uh, that's R&B singer Macy Gray. And, yeah, you might recognize the, the voice in the background. That's Pierce Morgan. Hey, welcome to the Dana Show Tuesday edition, Taco Tuesday. Yes, we're making we're making some tacos over at our house uh, later today. I'm Sergio Sanchez, and for my friend Dana Lash, uh, Dana should be with us tomorrow. Again, let me get some of this pop culture stuff out of the way. So Macy Gray uh, saying, just because you change your parts, or as I heard, pipes, doesn't make you a woman. Oh, the hellfire that's raining on her. Because uh, on the left, you must conform... You must march to their beat. You need to goose-step march the way they do. Otherwise, you will be canceled. Some threats against Macy Gray. I, I don't follow her too much I, well, at all, uh, quite frankly. But um, I just I, I bring this up because, again, the leftist intolerant, uh, you know, they, they say they're tolerant, but, my goodness, they're just a bunch of Nazis on the left. Um, who's coming to Macy Gray's defense for saying, just because you change your parts, just because you, ch you change your pipes, doesn't make you a woman. Uh, Harry Potter, author J.K. Rowling, is backing her. And so uh, Ms. Gray went up Piers Morgan and said, you change your body parts, doesn't make you a woman. And she also said, as far as transgender women, really biological men, they should not be allowed to compete in sports against biological women here here uh there was some broadcaster out in britain who made the news because because you you fall out of favor you um you start marching at your own step they will try to take you down and i'm not even going to mention that i don't know who this person is. some some big british broadcaster uh, saying that miss um, gray is killing what is left of of her career and um J.K. Rowling coming quickly to her defense. And J.K., uh, as Dana has noted rightfully, you need to be big enough to the point that they can't cancel you. And J.K. Rowling is just one of those. Um, she said, uh, today feels like a good day to ensure that I've bought Macy Gray's entire back catalog. Well, good for her. 
trying to defend her. Um, other news that caught my eye uh, for today, and Steve and I were talking about this off here a little bit. I, I'm just a fan of college football. I, I, I follow it uh, just not that much. I, I, I don't know. I know enough to get myself in trouble and uh, to fall over, you know, hit my face on air because of some missteps. But I, I love college football. I love college football more than I do the NFL, to be honest with you. I, I still don't have a mojo for NFL after, you know, all the kneeling and BLM sponsorship of all these Marxists. I, I still can't forgive me. It also kind of helps that I'm a Houston Texan or was a Houston Texan fan because they ain't much there to like. And I hate the Cowboys. I actually hate, I hate the Cowboys more than, than I love the Texans. But enough of NFL. I'm big college because I just think college football is just so much more entertaining. But when I saw this headline, first thing I, I thought was AFC, NFC, of course, football. You see, the report today is that more schools in, in the Pac-12 might be switching to, to a new conference. There's a report that says that Arizona, Utah, Colorado, Arizona State will be talking with the Big 12. To uh, check out all the options, say so, like, what can you give me? What was going to this? After headlines a few days back, we had USC, UCLA, um, announcing that they're joining uh, the Big Conference, Big Ten, which won't be ten anymore by 2024. Big Twelve bringing in already a few days back, we mentioned the Cougars from Houston, Cincinnati, and the, the Cats out there, Central Florida, BYU. So I, I see two massive. College football conferences, and again, I don't ask me too much trivia. Don't ask me about any coaches. Don't ask me big players. I can't say. I just I like it because it's entertaining. But I do see just on the business end. Just yours truly, just sitting on the side. Right? Don't you see it? Two massive, massive conferences. Uh, you know the the, the pack, the the big, uh, whatever number falls next to them. I think, it, again, I was talking uh, about this with my producer, Freddie, um, here in, in South Texas. He's a big fan. He follows all this, all this stuff. Again, he could win a trivia if he's doing all, all sorts of trivia. Two massive conferences to me. I think these people are positioning themselves to monopolize football, college football. To the point, I mean, don't you see where they can say, we've got all these teams, you know, the big conference, the... Um, uh, the the pack could say uh, the same thing, and, and the big conference could say the same thing, um, to the point where to hell to hell with everybody else. Um, you know, we are going to line up our own playoff brackets based on how everybody plays within these massive conferences, these two conferences, and we will have a championship game. Boom! We declare it, and everybody else. Too bad, so sad. You don't belong. You don't belong to the two massive conferences and any third conference out there that's that's flagging. Well, all the money, all the advertising, I think, goes to those big two. That, well, that's that's the way I see it. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. This note from Pinellas County, Florida, and this one, delicious story. First of all, because it deals with hot dogs, but it it deals with liberty issues. Man, this one had my libertarian funny bone just screaming. Newport Richie guy arrested 
on a felony charge this past weekend. Authorities say that he threw a hot dog at a police officer. The cop was warning him that you're in violation of city ordinance. Okay. So police say that Jason Stoll from Newport Ritchie was ignoring officers' um, orders. Um, Mr. Stoll kept, he kept uh, selling hot dogs on the roadway on, on a Saturday night after midnight, after his local authority-issued permit came to an end. And don't you? This is ridiculous. Um, why do I seriously? What ask? Need to ask permission for the government to, to work, feed my family. Anyway, Mr. Stoll was asked to put down the hot dog. Put down the hot dog, sir. Put down the hot dog. Step away from the hot dog. You mentioned uh, he continued to continue to try to sell his hot dogs. Mr. Stoll got so upset he threw a hot dog at a police officer. And now here's where the libertarian funny bone really kicks in. Oh, way over the top behavior on the part of the police. I love my family and blue, but just don't mess with liberty, my goodness. Mr. Stoll was charged with battery on a law enforcement officer. Wow, resisting an officer without violence. Mr. Stoll is facing three years in jail for for these charges. That's that's beyond ridiculous. The Florida man winds up being the, the cop in this case. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. California-based radio host Jennifer Horn joins me to discuss how deep blue California is fed up with the disastrous policies of the left. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Jennifer tells me why Latino voters shifting to the right are going to be a huge story in her state and beyond. And I'll discuss what to expect at the border now that the Supreme Court says the Biden administration can kill Title 42. Don't miss it. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.